Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. One thing that is common to almost everyone, if not everyone, is that uh, people are now subject to a lot of pressure and stress. So there are stressors and stressors. Uh, therefore, I, uh, while I was uh, pondering, uh, you know, contemplating on all of this, you know, that, that other people are getting sick already because of, you know, a lot of uh, stress. You know, some are experiencing chronic stress. You know what's a chronic stress? You're always thinking of the things that, that, that troubles you, that maybe the things that you watch or, or you read, uh, an article, whatever, that is causing you stress. Uh, even in your sleep, you know, you, you, there are people who find it uh, hard to sleep. Because, you know, and, and then you feel pain, a headache, migraine, um, besides from lack of hydration and maybe, yeah, it's a chronic stress, something that is, you know, uh, pulsating inside and, 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 and then, you know, it deteriorates your health, your internal organs and etc. the functions uh, unless you learn how to cope up with stress in life. And that is why um, I believe this is a timely thing and we want to share only significant or relevant things so that, you know, we can help more, more people. You know, um, I understand that uh, uh, some of our churches uh, at the moment, glory to God, we have 22 churches and growing and we're training more people and pastors. Uh, but then uh, the most affected church is the main church <laughs> because it's unique. We're renting at uh, Cinema 4. Uh, so we're using a theater for our service, but then because of the pandemic, uh, we have to give that up because uh, it's, um, some of our members, they, they have to travel and ride three rides to get to church. And there are few, uh, you know, for commuters, you know, for those who do not have a, a personal car or vehicle, it's going to be hard for them to, you know, take those rides all the way to church. And now all the, the heightened fear of the, 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 the new variant. Um, but uh, that should not uh, strike us with fear. You should not fall into fear. You know why? Because God is greater than what the world fears. You know, the Lord has saved me, healed me many times. The Lord who has saved me from near-death experiences can, is able to save me again. Because for as long as I have a purpose in this life, or as long as you have a purpose in this life, you will not be, you know, it's not going to be your time. But when it's your time, it's your time. You know, we have lots of friends who, who left, who went to be with the Lord, and just recently we have one. Uh, I only know of a close friend who died of, of this uh, virus thing uh, uh, last year. <laughs> But today, uh, you know, what, what my point is this. You can, we will all die from, from this uh, uh, physical realm, realm, but not 
necessarily from a COVID thing, you know. Bec- what I wanted to point out is that the most important thing for everyone is uh, to be ready. Meaning to say, you need to have, you, need, you ma- make sure that you have this personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Okay? Because whether to the right or to the left, the issue is not if you will die, if we will die. The issue is when. We don't know when, but when we die, we need to say uh, it's inevitable. We are going to get to that point. But when, you know, it, when it comes to that, are you ready? You must be ready now. Amen? So friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you think I look down on, on, on diseases and things like that, that's because, you know, God is bigger, okay? And uh, I trust in God that our lives is in the hands of the Lord. If He says it's your time, it's your time. If it's not your time, it is not going to be your time, amen? So the thing is this, I don't want you diverted from doing things to the right, to the left, because you're motivated by fear. No, 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 no. What I wanted you to do is do not miss your call because it's easy for us to, de, you know, to get out of focus on the right thing to do. We want you to get back on mission, okay? Focus on your mission. And our mission is to promote who Jesus is and what he did, okay? So to give people the opportunity to see and obtain salvation. Remember, we need salvation. That is what the whole world needs right now. They need to hear and know about Jesus, about Yeshua HaMashiach. And that's what matters the most. Amen? Oh, okay. So, anyway, um, you know, uh, the world is going through a lot of stress nowadays. But there are people who are not stressed by whatever happens. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not boastful about this, but I'm not stressed, friends. Uh, I understand. That's why the Bible says, you know, let the world worry about itself. You know, let tomorrow worry about itself. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, for me, that is very important when Jesus said, don't let tomorrow worry about itself. Because see, there's nothing to worry about. He is here. He is concerned. He cares for us. He is monitoring our hearts, you know. In whatever situation, our reaction and response, God cares. God is looking whether we esteem his word or not. You know, so whose voice are you listening to? I mean, which voice is, uh, do you put um, a, a weight, you know? So very important. Remember this, the voice of God must be over above the voice of the world. Okay, so friends, uh, this is a perspective, a God thing perspective, okay? This is in his perspective. You must understand that he is the God who heals. He is the God who protects. He is, the, he, he is everything you need, amen? And so that introduction alone is a lot, my friend. I hope you're encouraged already with that introduction. <laughs> so let us get into the into the message, okay? So if you think, okay, the title is uh, Biblical Ways to Handle Stress, meaning to say this is uh, random, 
uh, depending on what situation you're in or what pressures you're facing right now. So it may apply to you. So just listen to it. And I want to tell you that originally I prepared 40 points, 40 ways. But listen, I'm not going to talk about the 40 ways. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'm looking into 20 points, but you know what I prefer to make mention? It's only 10. Out of 20, just 10. And maybe out of 10, I may not finish that today. That's why it's part one, okay? <laughs> and um, because uh, we can just, you know, uh, go over it in a very briefly, very fast, but not understanding it, and it's not good. So it's better that we discuss it and then allow the Holy Spirit to flow because who knows, somebody there, out there, today or later is going through something and the Lord will arrange for that person to, to get across our broadcast, this stream, and be able to hear it and be blessed. Okay, remember, our goal here is to help people. Okay, we want to help people. That's why we have this online church. And I believe uh, we don't have an on-site church for the main church, but the rest of our churches, uh, they are uh, what we call community-based churches. You know, some of them can meet, except for those who are going through ECQ right now. But in other places, in other cities who, uh, or other provinces uh, that, uh, that are not in ECQ, they, they can meet. Okay, they, they meet. Okay, so, but the, our main church, who happens to meet, used to meet uh, in a theater, we can't. And I believe the blessing here is that uh, instead of me talking, ministering to just a few people, I mean, you know, within the walls, four-cornered walls of a cinema, uh, now it's uh, borderless. <laughs> it's, it's like anybody can listen to this. Okay, so that's a big blessing. And Lord, I pray that many more will, will hear, not for our glory, not so that they can know who we are, not for our name, but for the name of the Lord. I pray that you would strengthen, Lord, your people, and even those people who need encouragement today and direction. I pray that you bless them, and as they listen, Lord, they will be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, move among us. Move, Lord, in our uh, residences, O God. Those people who are watching right now, wherever they are, Lord, I pray, touch them. Give them time to listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so now, biblical ways to handle stress. Okay, so we understand that some stress... Uh, st stressful situations are manageable, but some are not that easy to manage. And so, uh, and, and, and some people, you know, different people react or respond to different situations, okay? And then some people learn how to fend, meaning to say they learn how to adapt with their pressures, okay? So it's kind of normal thing to them to, you know, to have such pressures, okay? Uh, so today I'd like to share some tips to manage or how to manage or to cope, cope up with uh, a basic stress that we face in life, okay? Um, these are important, very important for us to learn, okay? So it's important for us to learn the biblical ways to handle or to relieve ourselves from 
stress. Amen? So that you can avoid um, getting sick and uh, don't die young, okay? <laughs> uh, we, we still have a lot of things to do, you know what I mean? Even in, through this pandemic, if you pray to God, seek God, you can be fruitful, okay? Be fruitful during the pandemic, okay? Even if you're staying home, you can do something with your hands, okay? Um, be a blessing, amen? Be a blessing. Okay, uh, number one, okay, the, the first, uh, okay, so if you notice, uh, John did the great work. Uh, we have a nice background now. Everything is uh, uh, developing, <laughs> progressing, progressively, uh, progressing, right. Uh, so number one, cast all your cares to God in prayer. Okay, the point is cast all your cares to God. Are you going through a stressful time? Are you facing a lot of pressures and difficulties in this life? Whether uh, in the realm of relationships or maybe work or maybe because you don't have work anymore. You know what? Uh, you may be facing those things, those trials, but not give in to uh, stress. Is that possible, brother? Yeah, it is possible. Okay? It's like, you know, remember when Jesus, now this is not in my lineup, when Jesus, you know, they were in the boat and there was this storm and, and, and the, the disciples feared that they would drown, but Jesus was sleeping. Okay? He was sleeping. That's why I said in church, if I were there, you know what I would do? I would, you know, move back and, and, you know, look for Jesus. And then if I find the Lord Jesus Christ sleeping while it, the, the, the boat is being tossed and fro by the waves, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sleep beside him. <laughs> anyway, friends, my point is this. You don't need, you know, it's, you can, you know, it's natural for us to be stressed, but you can decide not to. Amen. It's a decision. It's something that you learn not to be shocked, not to be moved, not to, not to worry. Okay, it's, it's stress or anxiety or worry. Same, right? On a, they, they, they're on parallel. Uh, synonymous. They're synonymous, right? It's synonymous. So, so friends, uh, this is something that we need to learn, you know, how to cope up. You know, in, in times of difficulties. So, cast all your cares to God in prayer. Now, uh, the scripture that we have is First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, and it says, In the same way, you who are... Oh, verse what? Seven. Seven. Okay, it says, Cast all your anxiety on Him, or all your cares. Cares, anxiety, worries, the same. Cast all your cares to God because what? He cares for you. King James says, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. NET version says, by casting all our cares on him because he cares for you. Okay? For me, uh, the part that says because he cares for you, that answers the why. Okay? Why do we have to cast our cares on him? Okay? So, let's say, Okay, something happened, and then, you know, it, it is something that could move you, could, uh, 
make you panic, all right? So what do you do? Instead of giving in to worries, you know, to fear, what do you do? Cast all your cares. All. Not some of it. All. So when all your cares is, you know, is, you know, in the hands of the Lord already, okay, you have uh, handed it over to Him. All of it. Do you have to worry about it? No, 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 no. Meaning to say, emotionally, you have relieved yourself from, uh, from the stress, right? Amen? So my point here, my friend, is that when we cast, I mean, we are encouraged to give it to the Lord because He cares for us. That is the, the touching part for me, that He cares. He really cares. Oh, I remember a song. The song goes like this, okay? It says, No one ever cared for me Like Jesus There's no other friend so kind as he, what's the next part? No one else could take my sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he really cares for me. That's a wonderful song, right? And it's very biblical. Because no one really cares for us like him. So remember that song. Okay, you can browse that. That's, I think you can find that in uh, YouTube. And that's a wonderful song. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he, no one else could take my sin, the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he really cared for me. So remember that song. You know, when you're lonely, you feel alone, you feel like God has left you. No, he has not. But does he allow his people to go through trials? Yes. Yes. Because it's time for us to apply what we learned, what we heard in church for many years. Well, we've been attending church services for many years and we've heard a lot of exhortation about rejoicing the Lord always, you know, trust in the Lord like this one. Cast all your cares to him for he cares for us. This is the time that we apply all of those. Amen? So apply them, friends. But again, when we give you scriptures, there's something I want to I wanna make mention of. Very important. That don't just focus on one verse. Try to, you know, uh, look at the preceding verses. Because sometimes there is a prelude going to the main point. Okay, so when it says in verse 7, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Go back to like, you know, let's try to read from verse 5. It says, 
In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to elders. Oops. Now you hear the word submission. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Oops. Now submission. Now we have humility. Next. Because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. So here's the idea. Okay. And it says that he may lift you up in due time. Okay, due time. And then verse 7 says, Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. He cares for you. Who is that you? <laughs> okay, it says, Those people who, you know, who are uh, del delightful to him. You know, these are the people who are submissive to the elders. Amen. You know, who shows respect. Those who, have, who practice humility towards one another. Not prideful, not proud. And then in verse 6, it says, humble yourselves, therefore, ah, no, no, no. Before verse 6, uh, last part of verse 5, it says, for God opposes the proud, but shows what? Favor or grace to the humble. Okay? So, do you want God to lift your burdens, you know, to carry the, the load of your stress, I mean, the, the, the pressures of this life? Do you want help from God? Do you want God's grace? Do you want God's favor? It's easy, okay? Delight yourself in the Lord and He will grant the desires of your heart. Okay, I remember early, a while ago, early this morning, my, my wife discussed this with me and he mentions about delighting ourselves. She <laughs> Sorry, uh, she, she mentioned about delighting. It's all about delighting ourselves in the Lord. You see, what you saw, you reap. So it says here that God opposes the proud, shows favor to the humble. So humility is big deal. Okay, humility is big deal for God. That's why in verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may what? Lift you up. You know, when the world is pressing you down, God will lift you up. How? By lifting up the things that you're carrying with your shoulders that are unnecessary. Okay? But I understand that there are things that we need to handle, resolve. We need to fix. We need to find solution. Okay? Uh, that is our part. We have a role you know, that, that is something for us to do. But my, what I'm pointing here is, you know, some people are carrying too much load with their emotions. You know, they're, they're like carrying the world on themselves. There's a song again I remember. If you carry the world, uh, he will carry you. Something like that. But rem I, I, what? Hear the world and then up on his shoulders, or something like that. But I, since I cannot remember the, <laughs> the, the carry the weight of the world upon his shoulders. Anyway, I don't remember the the lyrics, so I will not sing that one. Okay, let's let's just go back. Okay, and it says, "Humble yourselves, therefore." Okay, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time. Why in due time? Because you know, when God allows us to go through some trial, we have to, you know, we need patience. Overcome, amen? Press on. Okay, do not give up. Do not quit on Him. Trust Him. 
you know, he will vindicate, he will, you know, repay you for your, for your faithfulness, okay, for having faith in him. So, and it says, cast all your anxiety on him, for he cares for you. Okay, so God bless you guys. Thank you. That is point number one. Why? By the way, we started uh, around 8.30 and it's 8.54. We're still on point number one. <laughs> I prepared one to ten points. So I, let's just stay on 40 minutes. Maybe 40 minutes. We'll just continue, right? Okay, so guys, uh, that's point number one. Okay, do not forget. Cast all your cares to the Lord for He cares, He cares, He cares, He cares for us. He really cares for us. Amen? So if you know that God cares for you, then He will be attentive to your call. All right? He will, he will help you. He will come to rescue you. He will come to your aid. Amen. All right, number two. Number two, ask God to heal you and help you put away the bitterness, the anger, okay, the wrath, anger, um, okay, and, and, uh, and I, and we have two passages of scriptures, that's Ephesians 4, 31, and Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, all right, let's discuss this one, number two. Ask God to heal you and to help you put away bitterness, wrath, and anger. Uh, verse 31 of Ephesians 4 says, Get rid of all. Okay, not some, but all. It says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Huh. Why? We have to get rid of all these things so that, you know, we can be stress-free. Yeah, because you know what? Bitterness. When there is unforgivingness and it's somehow there is this prolonged grudge in your heart, it will end up with what we call bitterness. And when you are bitter, you are not better. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Okay? But uh, it's true. It will not make you better if you are bitter in life. And so, what do we do? The Bible says, the Word of God says, get rid of all bitterness. That is a trap. Bitterness is a trap. Okay? Uh, okay, guys, uh, Listen. Before, okay, like I said a while ago, once we, every time we give you a scripture, don't just uh, read uh, the, the scripture that we gave you. Try to look back, you know, the precedent verses, the verses before that verse, because it will give you the momentum, it will show you the flow of the conversation. It's like... Uh, you will, you will get the context, okay? So, let's try to read from verse 30, okay? All the way to verse 32. Because our target scripture is in the middle, which is 31, okay? So, let's do that. Ephesians 4, 30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Hmm, hmm, hmm. 
And then it says, get rid of all bitterness and, and rage and anger and brawling and slander and along with every form of malice. You know, this, this is actually brawling, slander, rage, anger. It's not a good thing for a Christian. Amen? We, we need to mature. You know, we need to grow. And then, and then it, it says, instead of, you know, you know uh, giving into anger and, 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 and ranting and, 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 you know, gossiping and slander, um, uh, destroying somebody's reputation, instead of doing that, verse 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Okay? Instead of slandering one another, be kind and compassionate to one another. That's why it, uh, it hurts when you, you know, when you browse uh, video clips on Facebook and YouTube and you would uh, see all the clamoring, <laughs> you know, nagsisiraan ang mga tao, you know, it's not good. Okay, the Bible says, "Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other." You know, because when when you destroy a reputation of someone of somebody, you're not helping the person, right? So we're helping the devil. We're we're we're, we're acting like one of the devil's advocate. In destroying, because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That is not our job description, friends. So, as much as possible, don't add comment to, to you know, when you see that uh, it's not a good video, uh, it's, it's a video that is trying to, you know, belittle or destroy someone. And it's not good. Because no one is perfect. Everyone has loopholes. Everyone has issues. And so, you must understand if you throw some stones on that, whoever that is, okay? The Bible says, Jesus said, those who have not sinned, throw the first stone. <laughs> if you are perfect, then you can do that. But if you're not perfect, then don't add to what you, you watch, you see on, 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 it's not good. That's why when I preach, I tell people, hey, you do not join the, the, the battle uh, online. <laughs> it's not good. That's not your mission. That's not what God called us for. That's not our purpose. Friends, we are called to help people, not destroy people. That's why verse 32 says, be kind, be kind, be kind. Kindness. Be kind and compassionate to one another. So if you hear somebody trying to uh, criticize someone in authority, that is not good. Even if the authority have issues, you know, things like that, be careful. Honor the king. That's what the Bible says. It's not that we condone their, their errors, their mistakes, their unbecoming, you know, all of those negative things, it's not. But we need to pray about them, to pray for them and help them through. Even if we, they don't know us, but at least we 
We did our part. We prayed for them. Amen. Because God, look at the heart. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, be kind and compassionate. You know, don't, instead of getting angry, ah, these people, they have bad character, bad-mouthing others, don't join them, okay? But instead, show compassion. They need the Lord. They're doing that because they are, they don't know the Lord <laughs> that deep, you know, or, or their relationship with God is shallow yet. That's why we're here to usher them in, okay? It says, uh, be kind, compassionate to one another, comma, and it says, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. How did God forgive us of our sins? It is through Jesus. He took our sins and nailed it to the cross. He died. You know, that our death, he died with him in the cross so that our sins are paid for. So he took it to himself. So you see, how we have to forgive each other like how God forgave us to, through Christ. Meaning to say, if possible, you take the blame. He took the blame for us. That's what Jesus did. That's love. That's, that's compassion. That's kindness. He took the blame for us. Instead of you targeting, criticizing, being judgmental, putting down other people, why not take the blame and say, God, I stand in the gap. I pray in behalf of this person. Lord, I pray that you forgive him. God hears you. You don't need to be heard by, by, by everyone around or in the multimedia or, or you know, those who are in, in Facebook. They will say, oh, he is siding on this and that. He sided on the right side. No, no, that's not the point. What is important is that for you, you are on the right side, okay? On God's side, to be specific. Okay, so guys, uh, I hope you got that, but go back. What's the precedent verse? We just, I, I just pointed verse 31 and verse 32. How about verse 30? Okay. Verse 30 says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Now listen to this. Listen to this. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Why? Because they, He is the only one who can help us get rid of all bitterness, get rid of all rage, get rid of anger, get rid of slander, get rid of all of malice. He is. And so if we grieve the Holy Spirit, now who can help you? No one. Because we really don't have the power, you know, to overcome fear, to overcome, you know, our uh, emotions, you know, the rise and fall, the, the, the reaction, the, the all of, I mean, the rage, the bitterness, the anger, the unfree. You know, we cannot, we do not have, actually, we don't, we cannot control that. On our own, but by God's grace, by God's favor, we can control that because of God's help. And who is here with us, who was sent here to represent the Father and the Son, 
He is the Holy Spirit, friends. You know, spend time with God, the Holy Spirit, every day. Talk with Him. Talk to Him. You know, listen to the Word. Worship. If you can play, you know, the whole time you're doing something, play praise and worship songs. You know, something that will tune you to God. You know, hallelujah. That will keep you, your relationship close, intimate with God. You know, attachment bond is very important. We do not have anyone to help us with our inner struggles. Inner struggles. Because there is only one who can come in our hearts, inside us, to minister in our innermost part, in the innermost part of our being. There's only one who can do that. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Spirit of God. So if you offend Him, you have a problem. No one will help you. <laughs> Don't make Him your adversary. Don't make Him your enemy. You have to be close to the Holy Spirit. Get right with God. Amen? Because you know what? To get rid of all this bitterness, you need the Holy Spirit. That's it. Period. Amen? Amen. And now if we are, you are resolved already with that, you know, Ephesians 4, 32, 32, okay? The main point is to get rid of all bitterness, but you cannot do that without the Holy Spirit, so be nice to the Holy Spirit, okay? <laughs> okay, the last verse for point number two is Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30, okay? Uh, let me read that to you, and you can read that along with me because uh, you can see that on screen. Okay? Matthew eleven twenty eight. No, it's not on screen. Okay, it's on the comment box. Okay? Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. It says, Come to me. This is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Wow, this is, you know, this poses a lot of wisdom, I mean, insight, you know, the, from the words of the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now remember this. You, I will give you rest. And it says in verse 29, you will find rest for your souls. Now this is very important to understand. That the rest that God is referring to is not just a physical one. It's not just a, a rest uh, physically, but a rest with uh, emotional, emotionally. Okay? In our emotions. You will find rest for your souls. So it's very important that, you know, we, we, we feel good. You know, amen? Uh, verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. No, I, I don't have time to uh, illustrate this with the yoke. You know, I have not prepared, you know, a yoke, like the yoke that is being placed on an animal like a carabao for the Philippines in Asia. Uh, in their country, let's say the cow. But this, this yoke uh, is for two animals, for two cattle, okay? 
the other one should be on the shoulder of the Lord Jesus Christ and the other one is on your shoulder, okay? Because the Lord wants to teach you something. You have to walk alongside Him. So what do we learn from this? Okay? Number two is what? Ask God to heal you and help you put away bitterness. Help you. How will the Lord help you? He will not just help you just like that. No, 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 no. Sometimes we pray, Lord, take away my problem. And then the next day, your problem is still there. And you just wanted to give it to God and just do nothing. No, no, no. That's not, that's not God's way. God's way is this. It's true that God wants to lift all the emotional burden from you. But he also wanted you to learn from it. Sometimes the pain that we go through from our trials are reminders for us not to do it again. Not to go back on the same pit. Do you understand? So the thing is that we, when there are things that we cannot forget out of the, 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 the trouble, that is because he wanted you to remember it so that you will not fall on the same trap again. And the most important thing when we go through some trials some, um, is, is the learning. Amen? But he wants you to learn so that you have a resolution. What kind of trial, what kind of exam, and then after taking the exam, you don't learn from it. Amen? You know, w- w- during school days, when you take an exam and, and, and there are uh, questions that I haven't answered correctly, you know, when the teacher reviews and says, oh, here's, here's the answers. And this, oh, no. But from that mistake, wrong answer, I learned that, oh, that's the right answer right there. Okay, my teacher told us that, oh, this is the right answer for this question. So the point is that the Lord wanted us to mature and grow, to learn from it, but not to be stressed of it. Do do, do you get the point? You know, we have to go inevitable. Trials are inevitable because this is our test. This is for our learning so that we may grow and mature and we may learn how to be dependent on Him. He wants us to walk with Him. Walk with Jesus. Walk alongside Him so you can learn. That is why when you have trials, you know, where to run? Where do you, have, where do you run? Go to Him. He said, come to me. He is inviting us. He said, come to me. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. You know, if you are already a born-again believer, you have relationship with God through Christ, then you have all the right to come and lay down at the altar the things that you need to lay down and ask God, Lord, why do you allow this? What, do, what are the things I, I need to learn out of this trial? That, those are the things that you need to ask God. Ask Him, Lord, what's the learning? Oh, no. What's the take home, Lord? <laughs> Amen? So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, the Lord is inviting, inviting us. Come. Come to me, Jesus said. So, you're going through some stress? Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook. 
go to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church service. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. We hope to see you there. God bless.